like to welcome you to a podcast called A Bible Study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light to our feet, gives us hope, encouragement, and instructions for a daily living. Thank you for joining me today on the Bible study. As a Christian, how do you handle confrontation? Let's start by reading Philippians 4. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. I plead with Euodia and I plead with Seneca to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women that they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. Philippians 4.4, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. As a Christian, we are walking as aliens in a foreign world. We will have confrontations, and Paul is showing how to handle confrontations among brethren and sisters in the church. Confrontations will occur, but there is a way to handle it. So the question for today is, when you are in a confrontation, are you seeking the mind of Christ? Let's jump to Matthew 18. Here, Jesus is given a way to handle confrontations. Matthew 18, 15. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. Verse 16. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Let's evaluate how Paul handles the conflict in the church in Philippi. First, let's set it up. Paul is in prison. This is a gentleman who is chained to the Roman guard in the palace of Caesar. He has the Caesar's secret service. He has witnessed to them. He has talked to them. He has been shipwrecked twice, has been stoned almost to death, has been beaten and whipped many times. And he is now pleading for his friends in his church of Philippi. It takes a month's journey to come to Rome from Philippi. Philippi sends an ambassador And Ephrodites, he comes with an offering. And when he is spending time with Paul, he is sharing how this conflict among two women, Eurodia and Seneca, are battling. It's been going on for so long that it has upset the church. What a deplorable thing. So I was interested, and like many other Americans, I went to Google and I searched how to handle a conflict in the, and I left it blank. I wanted to see 
what Google's top searches are. The number one search was work. Number two was family. Number three was relationships. It broke my heart to find out that number four was conflict in the church. The Bible says that Christians should be known by their love, but yet number four conflict is those people in the church. Yes, we are aliens in the foreign world. Yes, we will have conflicts. But let's see how Paul handled this. Paul implores the two of them to get together, just like Jesus said in Matthew 18. He said, go to the person who offends you and work it out among the two of you. So when you come, are you coming in interest of your own to win a battle? Or are you coming to win a relationship back together? Is your interest to prove that you're right, to prove that you were wronged, that have you have been wounded, but are you coming to bring a relationship back? Jesus, on the cross, had his arms open wide, and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Have you come to handle a conflict in prayer? Have you been before the Lord, before the conflict in prayer, and see, God, how do you want me to handle this? What insight do you have? You say, how can I approach God in prayer? Let's read what Paul said. And this is my prayer in Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Paul is in prayer for his church. And he even says that he's been in tears crying over the conflict and those people who are not in agreement with him. He says he is in tears. He is just upset. Come honest to God in prayer and say that I want to have your discernment in what is best. What is best in this situation? And then when you have a heart that is like Christ, pure, then go to the meeting before Christ with a pure heart. Be prepared for a spiritual battle with spiritual weapons and you boldly come to the throne room and ask for discernment, ask for wisdom, ask for guidance, and ask for words that will come and unify the situation. Come to a conflict in prayer and come to them privately. Do not go to your neighbor and complain. Do not go to your wife and complain. Go to the source of the conflict. In church, I have seen cliques form. I have seen people bat fight other people. 
I have seen people go to the pastor and said, look what this person has done. And I myself was there. The story is, I was getting ready to lead a small Bible study. It was now 7 o'clock at night, and I get to church at 6.40, getting ready to prepare. When I arrived into the basement where the fellowship hall is, there was debris, dirt, and the tables were disarray from a prior engagement. We have an unwritten rule that if you're finished with your engagement, you clean the room so the next person does not have to clean. And clearly... The person before me left the room in shambles, and I was upset. Instead of getting in a good mood to greet the people coming to my Bible study, I had to hustle, put the chairs on top of the table, do a sweep. That took 15 minutes, and by the time I had everything prepared, it was time to start the meeting. And I started the meeting with not rejoicing. Paul says, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Here I am getting ready to lead a Bible study. And my heart is in anguish against the person before me. Did I call the person up the next day? Did I follow what the Bible said that I should go right to the person? No. I went home, complained to my wife, opened up a a gossip session. Then I went to the pastor and said, I have been wronged. The person didn't clean. And the pastor looked at me and said, Wayne, that is a trivial matter. All suffered shipwrecks, he suffered beatings, and he humbled himself. If you want a closer example, Jesus humbled himself. He came from the heaven with all his authority. He came to earth. He humbled himself as a man to suffer these things. Is this worth you losing your joy? And I was humbled. So now I'm reading this first, Philippians, where two ladies are fighting, and that anguish still comes in my heart, and I failed to deliver love. I went to my person who was in charge the day before, and I said, I apologize for talking to the pastor ill about you. I know there's a written rule that we should have things clean, and I apologize that I went behind your back. Will you forgive me? And we were able to solve the problem. But Jesus said sometimes it's not that easy. He says if one does not listen, he says in Matthew 18, 16, he says go with other believers so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Go with fellow believers who are in prayer before you go and say, how can I handle this conflict? 
We don't know if Paul knew what Jesus said, but he's following Jesus' example. He says out now in Philippians 3, he said, my friend, Go with them. We don't know who this friend is. But if you go into Acts, you would see that Luke was in the town of Philippi about this time. So when he says, my true companion, I'm going to have a leap and say that it is Luke. He's asked Luke to go to the women and solve it. Do you see? He's following the example. If you can't work it out, go with some witnesses. A very common Bible verse that we quote all the time, especially in prayer meetings, is where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst. Do you know that that verse is right after Matthew 18, where conflict is taken? He says, take witnesses. And Jesus says, where two or three are there, I will be there. When you go to a conflict, come in the presence of Jesus with prayer to write a relationship. Write a relationship. Find a common ground. First, our relationship shifts up and down with the cross. Go in prayer. and Then, horizontal and go and seek a relationship Jesus said that we should be just like him. So in Corinthians, it says this wonderful verse. It says, All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the minister, ministry of reconciliation. Gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That means forgiving the debts, forgiving the sins, forgiving the hurts. But we walk in such hurt that our joy is not fulfilled. They rob us of our joy. And we love to walk in that empathy. We love to walk in that hurt. But Jesus said in 2 Corinthians, we are given the ministry of reconciliation. Jesus not counting people's sins against them. And he committed us to the message of reconciliation. My question again, when you come to a conflict, I know you're hurt. I know you're angry. I know that you have been wronged. But you coming in a ministry of reconciliation, that is not counting people's sins against them. Or are you coming to prove a point? When you go in a conflict, remember the golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. If you come in anger, the person is going to respond in anger. If you come to establish your point, they are going to defend themselves and establish their point. If you come humble like Jesus did with his arms open wide and say, Father, forgive them, you will find a meeting ground. Treat others 
as you want to be treated. And during sometimes during this time of conferences, we feel that our anger is rising. Establish a point where you can say, I would like to continue this conversation at a later date. Do not push through. Your emotions will take over and you will say things that are hurtful. The words have creative power. They also have the power to destroy. And the book of James says, who can control the tongue? So in a time of conflict and you feel your emotions starting to rise, step back and say, can we continue this conversation later? I'd like to welcome you today on the podcast, Bible Study with Dr. Gross, Handling a Conflict. Paul followed the counseling of Jesus among two ladies. It breaks my heart that the fourth search on Google is the conflict in the church. And the Bible clearly says that we are known by our love. May you handle conflict in the biblical manner lined out by Jesus in Matthew 18. Go privately, take witnesses, and establish a common ground. When you go, go in prayer. May the Lord's peace be with you. May you handle conflicts with a humble spirit as Jesus gave you the ministry of reconciliation. I'll see you next week on the Bible study with Dr. Gross.